what, now, what, I ask you, could be better on a Saturday afternoon than coming to listen to Robert Glasscock and me join a group of five other wonderful souls as we tackle their very relevant astrological questions with the best astrology teacher on the planet, and he has been fire. So join us this Saturday. Come to the funastrology.com website for the gallery ticket, and we'll see you there. Well, it's Hump Day on the Fun Astrology Podcast, and I'm glad you're here. Thank you for stopping by. We have a big day today. We've been talking about it really enough that I think we can almost just glance over it at this point. 8.43 p.m. Eastern Time tonight, the sun squares the nodes of the moon. That's also known as a bending of the nodes. Whenever anything is, any planet is 90 degrees to the nodes, that's called a bending or a T-square. But in the terminology we've been talking about, it's the peak of the moon wobble, and this one has had some punch. We had a good question from one of our YouTube listeners asking if this tied or correlated in any way to last October. And of course, that was another moon wobble, also was sitting right on top of that solar eclipse. I went back and looked at some more information from Carl Payne Toby, and I'm going to do more research on this because I think there's stuff out there that can be dug up. But this is all energy. I mean, everything is, but there is no object out there called a node of the moon. It's an intersection point of orbits. And the sun is simply squaring right-hand angle to that intersection point. And Carl Payne Toby just correlated that to events that he was observing mostly at that time during World War II. He just saw this rhythm, basically, of catastrophes happening every about 90 days. And then he observed that about every 90 days, the sun either conjoins, squares, or opposes the nodes of the moon. Of course, Mercury retrogrades also have a similar kind of rhythm, not quite exactly the same. That's why they cross over sometimes, like this last one. Sometimes they don't. But that's the idea behind this phenomenon, which peaks now tonight. The time on that, again, is 8.43 Eastern. So now, forget about the moon wobble. What about this in our charts? What about our lives? You know, this is really kind of cool if you think about it. It's a flashpoint for us to look at our karmic path. And if we take what we were just talking about and apply it to the spiritual work that we do on an ongoing basis, every 90 days we check in. So it's almost like... Okay, we square up, we kind of get a game plan, then we go out and execute for 90 days, and then we come back and reevaluate. How have we done? Are we releasing south node characteristics? Are we moving more toward north node characteristics? Or did something get us stuck in the ditch? Well, if it did, thank goodness the sky gives us a very short window of our lives. I mean, look, if you were a little bit off course in an airplane and you flew for hours and hours and hours, all of a sudden you are way off course. In our lives, if we are wandering off course for months and years and decades, we are way off course. But what about every 90 days if we just come back during this time, square up? That was not a reference to the aspect. I'm saying reconcile. Where are we on our path? The sun and its position with the nodes of the moon gives us that window. It's a nudge. It's a reminder. So take today, tomorrow, maybe the rest of this week, into the weekend, and just review. Study the position of your nodes. You know, I have some information that I've accumulated, and it would take me a little while to pull together. 
but I will try to do this and put it into a PDF and make it available to you guys. It's on every nodal aspect, and it's just some clippings that I gathered over the years that I reference sometimes when I just need to buff up on a point, but I would be happy to PDF that and put it in our shop for you guys to have if you'd like to have it. I don't have the time bandwidth to do it right now, but I will coming up, and that I'll put that on the short list. So for this aspect today, that's our assignment. Look at your instruments and see, are you flying on course with your karmic path? A couple of things I just wanted to point out of some aspects that we've seen this week. So the big one, of course, was yesterday evening, the sun trining Uranus. Made a reference in yesterday's episode about financial astrology and maybe the market going up. Well, that happened on Monday, big time. So that was right on cue. The other thing that happened Monday, of course, is this second wave of the Epstein list came out. And I don't know if you've been following that story. It probably was not much of a surprise, but it was a headline grabber. But in our Facebook group, <laughs> Caroline Horn put up a post from a guy, Toby Rogers, Ph.D., who in Twitter posted, what's it called when you realize that every institution you once believed in is completely rotten to the core? And Laura Matsu, I guess an astrologer, answered, Pluto and Capricorn. <laughs> yeah, well, just wait. <laughs> and then I put in there, of course, that this is our last full year with Neptune in Pisces. It begins its dance out starting in early 2025, fully dancing out, fully leaving Pisces for good in early 2026. And of course, one of the shadows of Neptune is lies and deceptions, but one of the positives of Neptune is the truth will come out and intuition or understanding or divine knowledge will ultimately prevail. And that's probably what's going to be taking place. So, yeah, it's just going to get more interesting. But I thought that was cool. And a couple of the aspects this week. Yep, right on target. You can't make this stuff up, especially on hump day. Don't try. Don't try. <laughs> you guys have a great day. You know that I love you and I will see you back tomorrow. 